everyone. Welcome to Mando Monday here on the Cornercast Podcast. I am your host, Khalil, um, here on the Cornercast Podcast on casterscorner.com. I know I said that twice. Um, yeah, so Mandalorian premiered uh, over the weekend on Friday, Thursday night, Friday, wherever, however you want to count it. People have had a lot of time to kind of digest it. <laughs> no pun intended. Um so this is a spoiler-filled podcast. So if you're listening to this and you have not watched The Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 1, The Marshal, go to listen to an older podcast. Uh, don't listen to this one. But if you'd like to go through it with us, geek out about it, talk about all the uh, spoilers and all the theories and all the cameos and all the little things, the little fun things that we noticed when we were watching it, then join us for the conversation. Um, we also, I also break out a lightsaber at some point. So you'll hear the whoosh and you'll hear the sounds that it makes. Um, it was a lot of fun to, um, well, fired up. There it is. Oh, that was loud. Sorry. Um, so you'll get to hear us, me play with that and talk about lightsabers and galaxy's edge and, um, just bullshit about Mandalorian so there's not much else to that so Mike and uh, his wife Kelly congratulations to two of you um, are famous for their cosplay and one of my favorite pictures ever taken at celebration which was slave George Lucas um, from from Return of the Jedi anyway um, so Mike is back of course and we're going to do a bookend to this so after episode eight or after the end of the season, I think there's eight episodes. After episode, the end of the season, Mike will come back and we will talk about the entire season of The Mandalorian. So, um, thank you all. Make sure you follow us. We're at Caster's Corner on all social media platforms, um, as well as uh, casterscorner.com, cornercast.com. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts and everywhere you get your podcasts, hopefully. If we're not, let us know. Um, so make sure you download, rate, subscribe, review, listen, pass it on. Tell me who you want to see next. We've got, we've got a bunch of podcasts, honestly, in the can. We're going to be talking to, uh, MJ from total, uh, total toy recon. We've got, uh, MCU collector, JQ's back. Um, and, and much, much, much more, um, coming up this winter fall season this holiday season it's going to take us right into december pretty much so i'm really excited about that uh so please remember um support us rate us review us pass it on subscribe like review all the yeah i'm just going to keep saying it um and follow us make sure you follow us to keep up on all the new stuff um so without further ado it's mando monday here on the Cornercast podcast with myself and mike Enjoy the book. You know, I'm I'm thinking about getting one of the, those headphones. Um, I because I need. Yeah, I mean, I need headphones. So I like Sennheiser a lot. I think Bose is really good too. You know, there's a lot of. I just don't want to break the bank because what I have right now is trouble, like yeah. TJ Maxx, like. They're nice. They're the ones I told you that were breaking last time you were over. Oh, yeah. They're like the big oversized ones, but like, Mm. yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I just was like, 
you texted me and I texted you and then I was like, oh wait, no, we we like I had I have like podcasts all like scheduled out for like the next month and I'm like, oh no, those got to move. I got to get Mike on. Yeah, Mike's, it's a better yep. podcast. Um, yeah, we got to do the Mando cast. We do have to do the Mando cast. It's Mando Mondays. Um, it's going to go up on Monday. So like Mando Monday, Mando cast. Like I don't know if I want to do one for everyone, but like yeah, definitely the premiere and the finale for sure. I think um, so. Yeah. yeah, I think people would get bored listening to us rant about how good the episode was. <laughs> yeah, give it a few yes. episodes. Um, right. So, so I watched it first thing. I woke up early, turned it on, and I just was in awe. Like, I couldn't look away. I couldn't stop watching. I couldn't stop fanboying. Like, just the initial gut reaction to it was just like. Oh, this is this is just amazing. Like I couldn't be happier. Um I don't know, what were your first impressions? Well, it was one of those, man, I can't wait to watch this when I get home from work. And then <laughs> we were both busy in the evening, and so it's like eight or nine o'clock, and I'm like, All right, I really want to watch this tonight before everything gets so spoilery online, since that's the big thing with Mando compared to every other show I've ever watched is with other shows when there's big points or spoilers or other stuff, people shut up. Yeah. And this this feels like with the Game of Thrones stuff. Like, this is what it must have been like to watch Game of Thrones when it was airing every week because people, like, instantaneously, there's articles everywhere. Yeah. Like, I was surprised, like, by 9 o'clock in the morning, there was a recap and spoiler article, and I was like, guys, like, it, most people just woke up to it. Like, not everybody stayed up till 3 a.m., you know, to catch the actual live, you know, like when it went up and yeah, just can we, can we let it breathe just from, I know you want views on your website, but can we just like yeah. give people a chance to absorb what they actually watched? Um, but yeah, so, so you got, you watched it. So then what was, what was your feeling afterwards? It was one of those where the show is, it's so good. And every moment, I mean, when it comes to like pacing, this episode was perfectly paced. It was so good in that regard because it's like, okay, he's traveling around mm-hmm. and he, he's going to the, you know, this Mals Pelga and you see some characters from season one, which I kind of liked like, Oh yeah. The crazy attendant at the, uh, 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 at the dock. Yeah. The, um, that's uh Oh God. I know her name. She's great. She is. She, she plays like the Ridley. She took like the real yeah. Amy Sedaris. That's who it is. It's Amy yeah, Sedaris. John Favreau loves Amy. Uh, she's in. She's in Elf. She's in Chef. Mm. Um, she was in season one of Mandalorian. He tries to put her in stuff that he does. So, and there's that subtle little thing when he lands where she's where she's like, "Oh, you don't hate droids now." Mm-hmm. That is such a cool character development. It's just that little thing where it's like, "Oh yeah," with IG. 11 and his involvement at the end of season one, we see that Mando's feelings on droids aren't as harsh as they previously were. Mm-hmm. And it's just the little, little growth though. I will say that the child just pretty much being reaction shots in a bag, totally fine with me. Yeah, no, I didn't, you, I don't need weird. him doing stuff all the time. I liked him yeah. being in the background. I mean, you know, he, I don't. I, I think it was pretty on par with what what we've seen in the past. Like, he got out yeah. a couple times and looked around and did some stuff. But yeah, 
he, he, it didn't feel like they were leaning on him too hard, which was like a fear I had with season two. Yeah. Because we're moving into the holiday season. Like, oh, we got to feature him a lot to sell toys. And it didn't feel like they were doing that. I don't think that they needed. I don't think they no. needed to feature him more to sell toys. Jeez, he is on everything. Yeah. Like everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I don't know. I don't know. We, do we want to take it like part by part? Like, so we you had start from the top. Yeah, I mean, so the beginning uh-huh. of the episode starts with him going into like a Fight Club kind of arena, and we get callbacks to the original trilogy with the Gamorians in the ring. Um, how how did you feel about the Gamorians? So in um, I think it's Return of. Was it Return of the Jedi? Yeah, Return, yeah, of, the Return Jedi. of the Jedi. Yeah. In Jabba's palace, the costumes are much bigger and bulkier. They're, yeah. yeah. They're I, really more pigment, and this felt like... I think that these are... I, I was fine with it, to be honest with you. Yeah. I thought it was fine just from the standpoint of... um, Like, their armor is off, right? They're Like, mm. from the waist down, they looked exactly the same. From the waist up... Yeah. You know, they looked a lot skinnier, but they it just shows how much armor they were actually wearing. So That's true. I was okay with it. What I didn't realize was he put John Leguizamo in um as the guy I don't remember I should pull up their names. Um he put in John Leguizamo as the guy who he was dealing with, who um Oh. So I thought that was a good callback too to Chef. Like, cause he was yeah. he was in Chef as well and if anybody doesn't know, I love the movie Chef. So, um, uh, let's yeah. pull it, man. I think it just it just continued to, you know, it gave us some nice action early too. I like the all the guys aiming at him, and then he rockets all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just and takes him out. And then, it on. Was it Jawa? Were those things that were just kind of hanging out? Were those things Jawas? No, they were not. Jawas don't really do cities, as far as I can tell. Um, this planet, I'm not sure what they were because we never got a good look at them. It almost mm-hmm. felt like they were some sort of maybe insect or something, but they were clearly afraid of light. So when he shoots out the light, they come. It was it was unclear, and I don't know if. Well, I mean, Jawas don't like the light either, so they're usually. But Jawas covered. aren't gonna. Yeah, but Jawas aren't gonna like you know skin someone alive or eat them or whatever seemed to be happening to him. I, ju- I it was the eyes. It was it was the red eyes so? that kind of uh, made me. Yeah. Well, that was the only thing that made me think that like they're wild or feral Jawas. Feral Jawas. Are, <laughs> yeah, I mean that we don't see because we never see what it is. Um, true, so yeah. John Leguizamo played Gore Koresh. He was just the voice yeah. though because he was way too small to be him. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was nice to remind everyone that this is Mando. He does things his way. Mm-hmm. He's not a good guy in the traditional sense. No, he's a bounty hunter. He's he yeah. he will do whatever's necessary to get his. Yeah. Um, for sure. Like, there's no doubt yeah. there. Um, I just thought that was a nice way to reinforce that again at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Like he kills like five dudes in the first ten minutes. Like this is Mando. He's gonna do what he has to do. Yeah. No, it was great. And then. You know, seeing him kind of make the decision to go back to where it all started for, you know, for all intents and purposes, where it all started was Tatooine. Um, yeah. So for him to get that, that course heading and then head there. And then the music was very like warming and kind of like mm. exciting, kind of like it felt like. Saturday morning, like kids cartoon kind of welcoming, yeah. kind of exciting. Um, 
and to see the two sons and then him land and then him land with her and to travel yeah. back there. And I didn't realize that her name's, it, it's kind of funny. She's like a junker, right? She's like, a, yeah. you know, and so her name in the, in the show is Peli Mato. And I think of Wado, like it's very oh, similar yeah. in the two, but, um, and she's yeah, got the, the little droids like Wado's droids that popped up and stuff and. Yeah, the, the pod, dro- pod yeah. racing droids, which was a nice callback to the prequels. In yeah. That way. Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah, these droids are still kicking around. Someone still has them. Yeah, we saw them last season, but to see that they're just as goofy and com- very slapstick, which I like mm-hmm. about them. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they pull the hose off and they get blown around, and it's just a good, nice laugh. The show always has that sense of humor to it. And which then I really enjoy. And then when she was all excited to see, you know, the child and she's like, oh, look at you. You're getting bigger. I can't wait. You remember me. I'm so excited. Like, yeah, it was just fun to kind of. It's it's the idea of like the the returning things that, you know, that like the supporting characters aren't just these mm-hmm. one time yeah. um, things that kind of pop up which gives hope that Bill Burr will be back because I want to see that whole crew again. Um, Didn't Mando kill a bunch of them? or He left he them to be captured. Them? Left them to be captured. Yeah, I thought he... This was a discussion we had last night when me and the lady were watching it. Well, he left the crew on the prison ship to be captured. He returned yeah. the brother to that space yeah. port, and that port got destroyed. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Is what that it was, was right, I think. Yeah, because that was the Filoni. Uh, yeah, the Filoni cameo where he's one of the all the pilots. directors. Each one of the, the pilots was a director. Oh, that's man. This show is just the best. This is just us gushing because it's it such a quality show. <laughs> well, did you watch the behind the scenes thing? Did you watch? The I did making? watch. Okay, I watched some of the galleries. Um, okay, and they were just they were just all so fantastic. Yeah, I didn't finish watching them. I got like halfway through and then. I just got busy and just never finished them. I want to go back and finish them. I got That's like to the fifth one. Serious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So he lands on Tatooine. He makes a friend. Yep. He gets his speeder bike back and he heads into town. And yeah, Moss Pelga, I think. Yeah. And, you know, it just from the spurs to like the townspeople. Like at a hundred percent, like there was no doubt this was a Western, like yeah, from start to finish, this felt like a very, you know, I mean, they've always made that comparison of him being like a gunslinger and like a, you know, very Western esque, but with the sand and the hot, like, you know, in the middle of nowhere, it just was a perfect translation of like what a Western tv show or film is yeah and what it actually you know was like what actually yeah. happened so yeah, the gunslinger right the lone gunslinger riding in town on his steed and he's there because he's heard that there's another mandalorian which is to me so interesting because after the original cell that he was with the armor kind of got wiped out. And you're like, okay, are they going to show us more Mandos? How are we going to go about with this? And then you get the big reveal. Well, we'll save that. The, yeah, which is... Yeah. Like, it was they, so good that even um, a certain someone uh, who dislikes a certain character thought it was amazing, which I think just really gives to the credit of Filoni and Favreau and their incredible ability. Yeah, no, like they they charted it out right like it made all sense like it wasn't like one of these things where um it felt forced 
Um, mm. Everybody's been wondering uh, who uh, Timothy Oliphant was going to play. Yeah. And so he gets into town. Okay, so so we get, you know, we get the call back to season one with mm-hmm. with her. Um, yeah. With Motto. And then he hops on and goes into a port city who theoretically has been wiped out, right? Yeah. From what they're saying. Yeah, I got wiped off the map during, I think they said the war or something. Well, after the war. After the war, yeah, by right. raiders and bandits. Right. and. So, um, sorry, I'm just trying to, my batteries are all dying, so I'm trying to set up a backup mic just in case. Oh, oh that's So if fair, you're yeah. watching, that's why. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm kind of distracted with at the moment. It's okay. Um, so, so, yeah. yeah the, so, the city that got wiped out by bandits and you're like, oh. You talking about sand people? And yeah. I, for one, kind of love... I love Banthas. They're, like, one of my favorite creatures in Star Wars because they're very big yak. They look like they'd be so soft. Yeah. And so it was really cool to be like, oh, they're sand people. And then when Mando's camping out with them and he's speaking Tuscan, That was insane. Like, that was like, completely and utterly insane. Yeah, it was so wild. It was like, oh, wait, hold up. Like, he... Yeah. talking to Tuscan Raiders they're not just trying to murder him right like somebody I actually have a conversation with them it was kind of it was kind of touch like it, it humanized them because mm. I think in the past we've just thought of them and you okay so it goes back to the whole western idea right mm-hmm. and yeah. Mandalorian is like the loner kind of out there doing his own thing yeah. and the idea that these Tuscan Raiders respected him and let him sit with them and and you know, yeah. around the fire. Did, you, did did it give you the feeling that it was very much like in the Western sense, the lone gunslinger among the Native Americans? Yeah, no, that's where I was going thing? with it. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, for hundred percent. And so it kind of oops, that didn't sound right. Um, I don't know what. Oh, that's why it hit the. Sorry, everybody, if I went really loud for a second. Yeah, you All were. My wires. Um, we're doing our best. These are unprecedented they, they are i've got two mics my batteries are like <laughs> it's just one of those days where i don't know anyway um yeah no it um yeah it definitely felt like native americans like in, and i think what i was oh what i was saying was i think it it added to the idea of what what that means for the prequels um the prequels mm-hmm. and and the originals where we looked at the Tuscan Raiders as kind of savages that kind of killed people and were dangerous and yeah. Anakin slaughtered a whole village. And then it leads you to go, oh, wait. <laughs> um, so these are the indigenous people <laughs> yeah. that have been pushed out <laughs> yeah. of certain lands and are now na- um, uh, nomads that kind of travel from place to place. And you, I don't know, it gives them a little more depth. Um, it also skyrocketed the toy prices. So I oh, guess I, bet. I guess t- like you know people would army build Tuscan Raiders to begin with, but like mm. no, now they're going for like eighty bucks a pop, a twenty dollar <laughs> figure. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, I know. I mean, the one nice part is that with Disney and Galaxy's Edge, they released a bunch of Bantha stuff, like a big Bantha, and then the mm-hmm. little toy stall ones. So yep. that there are currently available Banthas that people can get in that sense, at least. But I mean, there are people who are going to want the '98 run, 
yeah. of the Banthas to go with their Tuscan Raiders. I mean, it's a great time for that guy who was sitting on eBay being like, man, no one's ever going to buy these Tuscan Raiders. And then he I wakes up the next morning. Yeah. And, it can't, yeah right. and then all of a sudden it's like $200 for one. He yeah. hit the jackpot. Oh, oh, you know what? We forgot before we even get to the town and we get to that part. Um, we had one of our first uh, original trilogy cameos. Oh, yeah. R5 is back. Yep. R5D4. Um, and we, you know, he was on Tatooine. So, you know, we know that that's the origin or that's where he was. And then to see her call it, you know, he didn't, she didn't call out his full call name, but, you know, she was like R5 and there he was, you know, and, you know, little music there and, and, you know, the little, you know, five-year-old mm-hmm. to me is like, I know that one. Um, that's the one that burst into flames. And, that's the one that R2 sabotaged. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because in uh, the book from another point of view, the first one they did, mm-hmm. there's actually a story with R5's point of view. Okay. When when um, Owen and Luke are there and that like R2 pleads to him that he needs to go with them. He needs to go. So R5 actually makes himself explode. Oh, okay. Because in the and movie, it looks the other way. Yeah. Yeah. In the movie. So I don't know if that's kind of a little bit of like later book retconning, but that he basically blows himself up. And then he's almost overwhelmed with joy as he's sitting there smoking to see like R2 reunited with Luke. That's such in a, that way. That's such a yeah. nicer, nicer version of it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there's their first cameo. And then he gets into town and he rides mm-hmm. through and everybody's kind of watching. And the, the town where everyone stands outside, I think was my favorite uh, joker making. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, the town in the desert where everyone's just outside all the time, just hanging out. They're fine. And they're yeah. all fair skin. So it's okay. Like they're not going <laughs> to, I'm going to cook under the two suns or anything. No, not at all. There's no water. <laughs> anybody can see. Yeah, um, right. So mm. then, uh, he gets there and he walks in and he does a typical, you know, gunslinger yeah. thing walks up to the Ghost bar and and the bartender you know says yeah oh you mean the marshal and there's the title of the episode and yeah we got the all oh, he said the thing moment which i always yeah. enjoy <laughs> um did you catch our second cameo um oh well i mean there's a couple different things that could be I mean, in regards to like the marshal himself. No, no. Before the marshal walks in the door. Before the marshal? No, I, I must have missed it. <clears throat> the bartender is Weegway, who was a skiff guard, uh, who was part of the Jabba's skiff guard. Oh. Huh. Like it, he was yeah. much thinner and much younger. Which makes sense. Passage of time. He's. Yeah. yeah after, and I guess after he the didn't, death of Jabba. He didn't get. Uh, yeah, it, it uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm just trying to see. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it could be that it's a different one. Mm. Um, but it, you know, there's things that, like, he had the same look, the same face, the same hair, kind of. Yeah. Um, so, uh, let me see. There's somebody that says, uh, do, 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 do. Um, but it doesn't, I don't remember. Well, it doesn't huh. say if he's going to be back again, but um, well, I don't want to know if he's going to be back again. But yeah, don't I, no, I don't no, want no. to know anything. This is the no, best no, no. show because it's like don't tell me anything. I just want to watch all the episodes. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to see if the same actor. Um, oh, if it was the same guy. It's the same guy. Uh, it's possible. I mean, he'd be. Oh, that would be. 
I don't know. A lot older at this point. But you throw him in the suit, kind of oh, like. He, I mean, they've. He was. Fra- oh, you know who that was? That was um, the guy who was in something about Mary. He was the brother. Oh. <laughs> he was actually the brother. Um, oh, wow. I'm looking at his IMDb to see if. Um, A I dangerous hole to fall down. Um, just to see if he was in. I, I don't think yeah. it was him in the original. Um, cause that would be 83. No, he was not. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, it could be a species, but I mean, it was enough of a callback for me that was mm. like, okay, you know, this is definitely something that, you know, yeah, pops you, out. Yeah. You wonder what happened to everyone who was at Jabba's palace. Well, he was on the was skiff. A, so I, you know, you yeah. wonder if he ended up in the Sarlacc pit or maybe this is a callback to, you know, that it's possible oh, to escape the Scar- Sarlacc pit, and we'll get to that later. I've, yeah. Have I got opinions about that that I will share I, later? I have some, too, that people didn't pick up on. And I was like, oh, well, guys, just you know, just so you know, like this could be something else. Um, so then the oh. marshal walks in. And honestly, for me, when, he, when, when the marshal walked in, I wasn't yeah. sure if it was male or female. You I, know, I... I enjoyed it. It was again that's so western. The lawman comes into the bar and is like, "Who's making trouble in my town?" And you're, it kind of takes you back for a second. You're like, "Wait, hold on, right? I don't know if this is a Mando. This doesn't something like seems off." And then with the lighting, you're like, "Wait a minute, is that the suit of armor? Like, is that the Mando armor? I think it is." Yeah, like you, you, you've got a lot of. I mean, so unfortunately. People had spilled that a certain actor would be popping up this season that had been cast. Like yeah. that spoiler. Yeah. And people didn't even try to hide it. They just posted no. it everywhere. Um, so we kind of knew and we, yeah. we had the clue from last season when he was on Tatooine the first time mm. with the jingle of the spurs and the noise um, yeah. that somebody might be back. Um so for me, I kind of Tatooine Mando armor. There was no doubt which armor it was going to be, at least in my head. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was immediately apparent once once you see the, the coloring of it. You're like, there's only one. Yeah, one guy who would be on Tatooine where the armor like that would make sense. Well, and I like the whole outfit. Like it was just yeah. from like the poncho or like the scarf or whatever it was wrapped around, yeah. and like it was just such a nice. I think it was just it was a great costume. Like I think oh, the, the costuming was, was just incredible um in this episode overall. And so to see him oh, yeah. in the armor with that on, it was just it was really nice. Oh, and uh oh yeah, we forgot that you know all of the Tuscan's animals also um yeah. that's how he got to the thing. So okay, so he's in the bar. He's talking to the marshal. Um uh. And I love Timothy Oliphant. Like he was, he was. I don't remember anything else I've seen him in, and I don't know if I've seen him before. But he was so fantastic. So he was on the office. Uh, so not as popular, but he was on the office for a little while. Um, he was one of the rivals, one of Jim's rivals. Uh, didn't um, watch it. So let's see what else he was in. Gone in sixty seconds with Nick Cage. Oh, I've probably seen that years ago. How about Scream 2? He was in Scream 2. 
Um, I didn't really watch it. He was on a show it's... called Justified, where he was literally a marshal. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's called typecasting, and it works. Yeah. yeah, I've probably seen him in something else. Yeah, I'm sure you have. Like, he was just... Um, I think he was just perfect. I think he had the right yeah. swagger. I think he had the right attitude. He yeah. was perfect for this part, 100% perfect. And and then when he took takes off the helmet, you know, we watch, yeah. you know, the person in the Mandalorian armor, Armando, um, we watch him react. And it's, it's always amazing the body language and the reaction they can get out of a helmeted costume that yeah. is so visceral and so apparent um, that you don't need the facial expression. So when he takes off that helmet the first time, you're just like, and he's taken aback, you're just as taken aback. And it was just, it was great. It was yeah. a great, one of those great moments for sure. Well, I appreciate that they didn't like drag it out. Yeah. They're like, who is it? I wonder who it is. You know, in an annoying way, they were just like, takes it off immediately. Like for him, it's just, I got this armor. It's an armor. I wear it when I, it's yeah, it's armor. armor. It's not, it's not the same. You know, no living thing can see a Mandalorian's face. Yeah. And well, I mean, and that was something that, you know, I never delve, I never went deep into the mythology of the Mandalorians. And so I always assumed it was, at least from watching Rebels and stuff, it felt like more mm. like a race of people. Um, yeah, or like a much. you know, like a planet, like some you know, you're from yeah. Mandalore, you're a Mandalorian, and the idea yeah. that Bubba Fett had taken taken someone's armor or created the armor, and then the whole mythology that this show has created that the Mandalorians had been wiped out or hunted down, yeah. and yeah. so for me, I'm learning it from here, but it doesn't. I kind of, I you know, as much as I like the callbacks and stuff, I still treat it like it's something new. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's new. We're learning a new mythology. It's almost like it's different mm-hmm. because, I mean, yeah. Sabine in Rebels always had her helmet off. Like, yeah, she only had it on in in battle. In and battle, the whole house, house Ren. You know, they're taking it off. It's it's after it seems like the Mandalorians are mostly wiped out, and we reach this point in canon that it has transformed to something else. The idea of foundlings. So now Mandalorians are not simply people from Mandalore as they were traditionally belonging to the, you know, ancestral houses mm-hmm. of Mandalore. They're people like um the Mandalorian, Din Djarin, um, who's not a Mandalorian, technically. Right. He's not from Mandalore. He's a foundling, which is a whole new idea that's given to us in this show. And then it's a creed in a way of life. Yeah. It's yeah, more like it's, a religion than it is a yeah. than it is a race. Yeah, these Mandalorians who lived, you know, thousands, you know, or, you know, whatever amount of years ago. And now what's left has become something else. It's an interesting evolution Mm -hmm. that I think people and everything kind of makes sense. Like, this is how people do things. This is what happens with stuff. This is what happens with religion and everything. And it's done in a way that's like, okay, yeah, no, this makes perfect sense. It does. And so him taking off the helmet and just talking about getting the armor so we know that the Mm. jawas had acquired the armor and we know that they're scavengers so we saw it in season one episode two when he they took apart the razor crest or episode one (laughs) episode one and then episode two when he gets it back 
Um, and he goes after the Mudhorn. Um, mm. You know, so so we know that they're not above. They're not. They're not necessarily killers, right? Like we said at the beginning, we don't. We don't think of them as killers. Jawas, yeah, Jawas very much are. They are scavengers, and they don't have the same morality about things. Right. So they'll steal from like, you, but they yeah, won't necessarily dead, kill they're you. They're taking your stuff. Right. Yeah. So and, so and the armor looks pretty good considering what it should have gone through. Well, there's the the weathering job in that armor was incredible. Yeah. If you look at the details of the armor, some of the screenshots people have gotten, it's you can see the wearing, the idea. So this led to an incredible discussion uh, between my wife and I about how did it come out of the Sarlacc? Could the Sarlacc not digest it? So it spit it back up? Do yeah. Sarlaccs poop? Um, interestingly well, enough, in one of our visual dictionary books we have, there's a whole chart. There's a there's a diagram of what a entirety of a sarlacc looks like mm-hmm. and there's no uh there's no uh defecation tract so as far as i can tell either it absorbs it all or throws yeah, it, it up it just digests it all or it pukes it out that which it cannot digest because of the way it's digestive tract is yeah well i mean it is worn like it is i'm looking yeah. at a picture of it like it's barely yeah. got any paint on it it's definitely yeah. worn out to like it looks like it's been repaired with all the tubing and things but it mm. still has all its capabilities right the helmet has capabilities it has the rocket yep. um, oh the rocket well the rocket and the rocket pack like the fact that yeah. he can fire like and where does he keep the extras because he fired that two. was a, yeah <laughs> yeah so is that because i that's a reference to the 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 toy. the toy, right? Yeah, yeah that yeah, never came effect. out. That they, yeah. they couldn't get approval for it, so it never like they they made a like there's one or two that was like a test run, um, I've but s- never I've actually seen, came out. I've seen one in person at Celebration one year, mm-hmm. and it was like, and it was for sale, and I was like, this is a, it's, it's a lot of money, but it's like, wow, that is one of the Holy Grails is here. Yeah, so I, I love that reference. I was very, <laughs> I was very excited. But everything kind of worked, right? So, like, yeah. it survived whatever it went through in the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. And the Jawas were able to salvage it, and then he bought it. Yeah. You know, he had the the, the uh, gems to... Did you like what uh, the, the gems were inside of? Yeah. You know, and I'm still a little bit goddamn bitter that Hasbro can't <laughs> make it for the six inch. They keep... I'll, we'll get into that at the end of it. Um, okay, but yeah, they, we'll, we'll talk toys. The whole thing that yeah. this podcast is about. Yeah, we'll talk toys at the end because I'm actually have some interesting opinions, um, so I can't wait to hear what you think about that when we get to the end of the. Yeah. So. Here. So yeah. So he had that in in the old ice cream maker. Um, yeah. And uh, from the mining guys. Yeah, and so that was that was good. Like I liked it, and then them realizing. You know, the, then the dragon comes through town and we see it eat a bantha, right? In town. Yeah. It eats a bunch of banthas. It yeah. eats me. It eats many things. <laughs> Goodness, it eats things. Um, But it introduces the problem that then yep. the two gunslingers have to come together and, you know, deal with. And, to you know, in some ways, he's not following... The marshal isn't following the the religion or the you know the current the current the marsh well the marshal Mandalorian customs character. right yeah well the marshal 
What's interesting is this character that he plays was technically introduced in the Aftermath books. Okay. In in the first one, and Mos Pogos in that trilogy is actually called Freetown. Mm-hmm. And the Marshal's a little bit different of a character. Okay. But it's it's similar. Right. I heard enough. that there's enough connection to it. Yeah, that it like makes sense and that it's kind of a fun like, oh yeah, they they talked about that a little in the book. So clearly something happened to transition from Mos Pelago to Freetown or however that all worked. But yeah, the the excitement of it all in the 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 crate dragon. Yeah, so we get the crate dragon, which is a callback because mm-hmm. crate is the planet where they made their stand in the last Jedi, right? Yep, and also the crate dragon um, <clears throat> is referenced in A New Hope. Oh, is uh, it? C-3PO wa- yeah, C-3PO walks past a um, a skeleton of it. Oh, okay. Out in the desert, which is a great. There's a couple references actually in A New Hope or to this to a new hope so there's a crate dragon that see the sees, and then when uh obi-wan scares off the sand people yeah he makes the noise of a crate dragon oh okay that's awesome okay is, that makes so much more sense now right yeah right? and he mentions that like what they're scared of and then we learn about how the crate dragon has almost a religious nature to it mm-hmm. to the to the tuscans right that you know they're the rite of passage that's so deeply ingrained with crate dragons. Yeah, no. And it's a great character that kind of like watching it attack was some of the most fun CGI or, you know, however they're doing it these days with, with, uh, with their new technology um, yeah, was it, so much fun to watch. Like it just it, moved through the sands. It moved realistically. It, Everything it did, you would believe a creature could actually do that, which to me, it could have been really cheesy. Mm-hmm. It almost could have gone two ways the way it did, which again, really is just a testament how good the show is, or it could have gone the way of like SpongeBob and the Alaskan bullworm. <laughs> like that was kind of like where I was, I was like, all right, this is either going to be amazing or this is just going to be an Alaskan bullworm situation mm-hmm. <laughs> um, where it's like, oh, great. It's a big thing and it eats stuff moving on. Yeah, no, it was it was really, and it can't comes through the mountains. It comes through the cave. It comes from underneath. It just, um, so I I think they did a really good job with it. But then having to get the townspeople together to work with the Tuscans was it, it it was just you know it brings together the idea of the Western like something's coming yeah. to threaten us. We need to band together, or we're all gonna die. Um, yeah. and that community of coming together of we're gonna not only we're not only going to ensure that we get rid of the dragon and protect both communities, but yeah. we're also going to create a peace between both communities that neither one will break as long as the other one doesn't. So this yeah, kind yeah. of like peaceful coexistence idea is also really interesting because it, it it brings like every facet of what you would have wanted a Western mm. or you would have wanted our own country history to be of yeah. You know, coming together, coming together and keeping that peace and keeping that respect, mutual respect for each other. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of just cool, especially in that section of the, of the show where you have the interactions with the townspeople and it didn't take too much convincing. 
which no. I thought was nice. It wasn't just like, well, we're going to sit here and talk for several minutes and have a public forum on our feelings on this. These people are realistic. They realize that this creature well, is going die. to keep attacking yeah. them. Yeah, we're going to die. That that idea of survival and putting survival before the reservations or when they're loading up all the all the bombs and the Tuscan drops one, the guy gets all upset and they dissolve that so that Very it's not quickly. like, all right, like, whoa, whoa, let's... That's it's an accident. People make accidents. And it doesn't come back later to bite him in the ass. It's not like later on that guy fucks up and one of the, the Tuscan Raiders saves him and he sees the error of his way. It's not one of those things. Like we don't have to spend time on it. It's, it's shorthand. Um, Yeah. It's a quick humanizing moment of connection. And then we move on. Right. Um, And that, there's a lot of cool things when the Tuscans came into town to load up their in single file mm-hmm. to hide their tracks. Like, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> to hide the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I thought it was great that they take all this stuff going to the dragon's hideout and the dragon's hideout is, is what it's a, it's a Sarlacc's lair. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. It's a, yeah. Yeah. They mentioned it. That, they mentioned, um, the, the, they mentioned the Sarlacc that he ate the Sarlacc, right? Yep. Yep, he ate the Sarlacc, and that was the Sarlacc's former lair, which is interesting because I feel like the only other Sarlacc we saw in Return of the Jedi was more of a pit. A pit. Yeah. And this was a normal cave. Right. In a sense. So that leads to me to the question can Sarlaccs move around? I had always thought they were more almost like a plant or a Venus flytrap, but mm-hmm. if this is its lair, and then therefore crate dragons can eat them, meaning that all that acid and stuff from the Sarlacc wouldn't harm them. So is this a situation where the Sarlacc that it murdered, is that the Sarlacc from Return of the Jedi? Do we, you know? Yeah. Like, is that another connection? Well, and, and the idea of not. what they said, you know, you're going to, you're going to be in his digestive tract for the next hundred years or thousand years. A thousand like, years. Yeah. 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 So like the idea that it's a slow death, it's not something that yeah. will automatically get you like one, two, three. It's not yeah. going to like chomp you like a dinosaur would. It's going to slowly dissolve you and yeah. eat you. So the idea that something that, you know, the armor is proof that it doesn't it doesn't take away everything. It doesn't dissolve everything all at once. It's a slower yeah. So the armor survived. Um yeah. So then their first plan is to blow it up from the outside. And yeah, if anybody's ever seen a sci-fi show, yeah. you know that you can never really destroy something from the outside. At some point, somebody's going inside the goddamn thing. Yeah, yeah. It's Somebody's going inside. It's getting blown up. It's going to be awesome. Someone's getting covered in goo. That's just how this works. Um, and so, so that's my point of the idea that um, Armando, after... You know, their plans, you know, after summer get some people get eaten, more Banthas get eaten. Um, yeah, the plan kind of goes to hell, right? Yeah. And he does two things. He throws himself into the crate dragon, knowing full mm-hmm. well that that acid will literally, if you get hit with it, there's no, you know, the acid is kind of like venom from a snake, where the venom yeah. kind of comes out, but not necessarily on the inside, um, so he dives into the belly of the crate dragon, but he saves the marshal and he tells him to take care of the child. So mm. even though he is not technically a Mandalorian wearing the armor, he respects him enough and says, take care of the kid. Yeah. And I think that that 
I think all of that was like really quick, but really heavy, at least. The sacrifice, the trust, the yeah, continuation of the quests. Like, yeah. I, I didn't once feel like the story. I, I had a moment where I was like, is this the end for our Mando? Like, mm. is this it? And, and are we going to have a new Mando going forward into season two? I had that moment. And... I was okay with it. It wasn't one of those things where I was like, "Oh shit, okay." But it the mm. stakes the stakes felt real going into that moment for me at yeah. least. So yeah, no, I agree. I think that it was very much uh, what they had experienced up to that point. He could see what kind of man the marshal was, and that the child was his family now with the armor. He it's his new clan, right? Right. He has a new symbol and that symbol is, is of his clan of him and the child, the child that he takes on as a foundling. Right. It's the adventures of a single father traveling around in a spaceship with his son. Yeah. In a sense. And so like anyone with a, with a kid or a pet or someone they really care about, you know, you do anything to protect them. You would do anything in a sense. And if that means leaving them in someone else's hands to save you know, people's lives, they'll willing to do that. Yeah. And so it was just a nice moment of the Mando building as a character that there's growth. Yeah. No, he was always the lone gunman. And now it's like, well, now he has someone else he has to watch out for. And I I like that he grows. Yeah. No, it was, it was, it was great growth and it was great to kind of, like I said, it felt like real stakes on the table. Mm Mm-hmm. And then whenever he went inside and, you know, you knew he was going to blow up, but you didn't know if he was going to make it out. And when he came out, my first thought was, if he survived, then Boba Fett could have survived. Yeah. Like, the rocket, the explosives, the fire, something. That that all of it keep, that all of, that Boba Fett's armor worked, right? right? That it wasn't totally destroyed in the Sarlacc. That maybe the Starlight coughed it up, or as was the case in the EU book, there's an EU book which has a section where it's literally Boba Fett crawling, you know, clawing his way out of the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. And there are stories, and, and they've borrowed a lot of EU stuff. No, they and have, it, and they're, they're diving nice. deep into it. I think that's, you know, definitely Filoni, you know, really combing over things, trying to pull things out. And there was a whole thing um, in the opening of... Um, of uh force awakens when mm. poe gets the the file um the map um yeah and that first planet on you know desert planet on jakku yeah. um there was always that thought that was it max von Cito? is that who it was um oh the the, the old guy that you know yeah. there was the always that kind of rumor slash mm-hmm. inference that that might have been bubba fat you know as as an old huh. man Huh, um, I've never heard that one. That's interesting. Yeah, man. and and so I don't buy it now. Now that we know, yeah, what we not, know <laughs> with Mando, not um, anymore, not anymore. Yeah. But um, so you know, Mando, the Marshal, to his word, gives back the armor. You know, they mm-hmm. defeat the Great Dragon. Marshal, to his word, gives back the armor, and off zooms Mando, child, and extra Mandalorian armor. Yeah. Um, and then over the ridge, <laughs> we see a shadowy figure. And I'm sure a lot of people had no clue. A lot of people that weren't into Star Wars or new to this wouldn't know who yeah. that was. 
And for us that do, um, it is the actor who played Django Fat, and what, yeah, and who would have played theoretically an adult Bubba Fat had the movies technically been shot in order, mm-hmm. um, because he was a clone of the original. <clears throat> so he was cloned he was a, to Django. Yep. The one that he kept that did not age faster, that aged at a normal rate. Right. So he's Which, an old man, but... Yeah, probably at this point. Yeah. Um, I think he. The, I think the actor, yeah, Tam- Tamara Morrison, um, yep. is in his 60s. And I think if you look at continuity, Bubba Fett would be in his 40s um, or 50s. Like, he'd be close in age, but... Close enough to age that it, it would make sense. That would make sense. And so... But but seeing that face, knowing that it is a clone of Django, and yeah. and so we know that it's you know it's the only fat you know that we could think of. I mean, it's I mean we're making well. There's there there's it, two it's options, Bubba right? Fett. Like it is Bubba yeah. Fett. Like well, we there's like that. two options, right? This is the greatest fake out in the history of fake outs, maybe ever, or it's Boba Fett. Or it's it's um it's 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 Rex right from Rebels. Right? Yeah, so Rex, we know Rex survives and is at the Battle of Endor. Right. Um, he and he and Hera Syndulla are both at the Battle of Endor, and so I believe canonically Rex lives out you know the rest of his life until he eventually dies. So I mean, as one of the few clones to you know remain, you know, around. Yeah. Yeah. So it it could be that, but for the most part, we and according to IMDb and that you know everything yeah. that's been on the call sheets and stuff, it's supposed to be Bubba Fett. Yeah, and yeah, it, it makes the most sense. And the noises that we heard last season when he was on Tatooine, and now it's like mm-hmm. okay, but what does that mean? Like, is it? Yeah, is this going to be something going forward? Um, that will have an impact. Or was mm. it because it was ominous? It was a nice little callback. But yeah. is it is it an Easter egg or is it something that's going to impact the storyline going forward? I don't know. Yeah, it. Favreau and Filoni have done such a good job that you never know with those two what they're doing, how they're going, and when they reveal it, it's not going to be in the way of. Uh, I describe it kind of the Dan the Dan Brown methodology where they withhold the information and then reveal it to you like they're some sort of genius and that you're an idiot and you couldn't possibly have known it because they right. didn't give you the information. They do it in a way that's respectful to the viewer. Right. Where you're like, oh, that makes sense. This all leads up to a point or something. You're like, okay, okay. I can deal with it. I, and I believe it because yeah. enough of the breadcrumbs have been laid out for us that, yeah, you know, we, we can see that coming. Um so yeah, so I was I was okay with it to be honest with you. I I liked it. I'm excited to see yeah. what happens next. Um, yeah, I mean we haven't seen our regular crew, right? We haven't seen Kara or Grief, or we don't know yeah. what's going on with Moff Gideon. Like, yeah, we have. I kind of like that they didn't even didn't even mention anything with Moff Gideon. No. Nothing in this episode. Nothing. Nothing at all. like. We'll deal with it later. Don't you worry about it. There's a plan, you know. Well, and they don't have to do the A and B story. Like, just stick to the A story. Like, we have a story. It's compelling enough. We'll get you there. Um, and and we'll just keep going. You know, there's not a big deal about it. So I, you know, I I liked it. I thought it was really well done. I want to know what's going on with everybody else. Like, yeah, I I think Carl Weathers kind of overacts it 
the whole time. Mm. Like he's got the bigger personality where I don't think he has to, but if you go back and watch like the old movies, everybody does that. So he's right in line with, with, with the star Wars universe. And I do love him. I love, like, I just, I love all of them. Like, I think it's a great cast. Um, but I don't know. What are your thoughts closing it out? So closing it out, I have to say that for an episode that was almost an hour long, I it didn't feel like it was an hour long. No, not at all. It felt it felt incredibly all the the little details, the callbacks, the references. The one one last thing I want to talk about, yeah, is when when they defeated the crate dragon. There's. I just the, want to close the, out the episode. Uh, we have, yeah. we can talk a little bit more about other things. So, yeah, yeah. So the but with the crate dragon in the episode, the the job or not the uh, the sand people they have the Tuscan Raiders have the pearl. Right, 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 right. That's a that's a dragon pearl which is used to make lightsabers. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where it was one of those like, oh, wait a minute, where we looked it up afterwards, like, oh, okay. Like, okay. Another thing where it's like, okay, where are they? Is this just a hey, look, here's a like they wouldn't just put that pearl in there just to have the pearl in there. There has to be some what is logic it, to it. What does it do to help make lightsabers? Is there something that explains or uh, I just want to make sure I get it right so that um, yeah, right. Gizzards don't always use to help crush food. Blah 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 blah. Could be used in a lightsaber if properly cleaned, prepared, installed. Though it was difficult. so, I guess essentially it's an alternative to a kyber crystal. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that it could. It, it was mostly used for digestion, well, and that it looks like it was also used um, as. As like a pearl, like pearl handled guns. Well, I wonder, I wonder. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. So that little pearl, it's funny. It's a pearl. Right, yeah. um, that little stone pearl thing that they pull out of him. I mean, yeah. it, it. I mean, if you think about what the dark saber looks like. Yeah. It's kind of got a pearl glow around the outside of it. Like it's got that white glow. So maybe instead yeah. of Kyber, I don't know much about the dark saber. So. Do we know how it was made or how it was created? Do you? You're my Star Wars expert. Um, uh, the Darksaber is... We don't really know a ton about it. It's very much traced back to like ancient Sith times, sort of. Mm-hmm. And that eventually the Mandalorians acquire it. And then it's, it's as we learned from like Rebels and Clone Wars, that it's... Yeah, it was... It was Created by the first Mandalorian to be inducted into the Jedi Order. Okay. And then, so it would so be ironic was, if that's what yeah. it was made out of. Like, or what, that, yeah. that's its crystal, that's its heart. It would be interesting. Yeah, that it had say. special properties and stuff like that, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because traditionally, kyber crystals don't want to have a black blade. So, possibly. Right. Yeah, and that could be why. Huh. That'd be a nice little reference there. Um, and and what else? Anything else? I'm just like double checking things. Uh, nah, I think pretty much is great. All the references were good, and I enjoyed that. This there was one bad moment of CGI in the entire episode, which was what? Uh, there was one point where he's riding the the speeder, mm-hmm. and he like goes off a ledge and goes down, kind of, and it looked terrible. But other than that, okay. the CG was really good. Yeah, no, I thought it was good overall. I thought. It was oh, and good. the Marshall's, uh, the Marshall's speeder. 
Oh no. yes, the Anakin's, pod racing engine. Anakin's pod racing engine. Like that's what. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me. Yeah, no, it was like there's no doubt. Like that was. Yeah. I mean, you can say it was or wasn't Anakin's, but it was the same style that Anakin used on his pod racer. Yeah, so. and we know that the pod racer engines are very specific for the for the racers. They're all different and right. individualized. So it would that would make sense. So, so cool. yeah, no, all the little Easter eggs, all the little fun stuff was was fun to find. I'm really excited about the season between Moff Giddy, Giancarlo, uh, uh, right? It's Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, Giancarlo Esposito yep. is Giancarlo. is amazing. Like he was great in The Boys. He was amazing on Breaking Bad. Like the stuff he does is just he's an amazing actor. So seeing him in this yeah. part, I really am excited to see more of him. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, of course I want to know more about the child. Like yeah. I definitely want like he's supposed to go back to his people. They're trying to get him back to his people. So what does that look like? And how long is that journey? Like is that a two season journey? Are we going to get him yeah. back to his people and then there's more for the Mando to do or is this a perpetual thing that we that he will never get back? Well, yeah, and that's the question. Is there going to be a moment later on where there's a realization where it's like, "Wait a minute, you know, his people aren't around anymore. And so, or are his people, the Jedi, like, do they end up yeah. at some point seeing, looking for Mark Hamill? Well, and considering the hatred of the Mandalorians and the Jedi, right. That's, that's a concerning thing. So I, I wonder how that's going to, yeah, I that's no, yeah, it's how that's going to work in. Um, so, so going into this, um, I, I love the show. I started rewatching it again before. I didn't get too mm. far, but I, I started rewatching this week. Yeah. And one of the things I thought of was, especially because all the new toys are coming out. So we've got the credit collection yeah. where they're basically repaints of figures that have already been out. They're mm. doing more vintage collection, which is, again, just repaints. They're carbonized ones. So they're just repaints. Oh, okay. Um, so we're not getting anything necessarily well the armor and the inferno trooper are the only two mandalorian figures that are new yeah. um but just like for me looking at it going well we don't have moff gideon yet he you know he hasn't been announced mm. well, um we don't have grief karga yet you know i want a carl weathers figure i i want i definitely want um what's his name from season one um Oh, I can't remember which one. Uh, uh, I have spoken. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I, who's right? Isn't he voiced by Nick Nolte or yes, something? Yes, he is. Um, I have spoken. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, like yeah, I, I feel like they haven't given us the full run of toys of all the characters, which is, I mean, the whole thing where they had to keep the child a secret, so the toys of the child and everything came out so late. Yeah. Is is it almost the sense that because we're moving into the 2020 holiday season? my goodness, this year is still going. Is this now they're taking this opportunity? We had... My desk alone has right now... (laughs) My desk alone right now. I I don't know. Are you watching the camera? Are you... Can you see my camera? Yeah. Yeah, I can see you. So I've got... Sorry. So I've got this Mando. Oh, is that the the Disney... The toy box one, right? That's so cool. So I got that one. I got this Mando... Which is the Black Series Beskar armor. Oh, right? Yeah, nice. And then I've got this one, which is the import one, the figure arts one. Oh, cool. 
Oh, that's awesome. Like it's got all the weapons. It's got all the oh, different wow. arms. Um, it's got his yeah. pack. It's got a cloth cape and it comes with, it doesn't come with, I bought it with it. It comes with a little child. Oh. And the pram with, with cloth, like with a blanket and his, his, his costume is cloth and everything. So like yeah. I have no less than, oh, and I've got the toy box child. And then oh. I've, I've got like I, I'm look, eventually I, going to get a child, but I, I haven't I, given interest. If you yet. can see, yeah, I can see him in the back. There. You see him right there behind me. I've got my my yeah. my actual child, like the life size one. You know, everybody um, went for the sideshow one, and everybody went for the one that moves and talks and everything. But I'm yeah. telling you, like I get that the sideshow one is like. Oh, you is know, that the, is that the standard one? You can this get? is the standard Mattel one. Um, yeah, it's nice. They did. And it's, you know, it's life size. Like, this feels life size. Yeah. And it's it's plastic, so it feels good enough. His arms move, yeah. so you can wave him. Yeah. You can put your hand up there like he's a little bit of a puppet. He's not supposed to be, but you can't. Well, I mean, do like, that. how much articulation do you really need? It's... Right. And you carry, like, you can just carry him around. And, like, and yeah. he's, like, he's good enough for that. So, like, yeah. um, I don't know. I'm, I'm happy with that one. Um, but I yeah, want I more. I want more. Yeah. I, I, You know, Star Wars, for whatever reason, has been for the past, for the entire run, I guess, of stuff in, in recent years, has always been a, like, grab bag. Like, it's yeah. never, like, one wave of, like, this. And they knew when it was premiering, they knew it was happening, and the fact that they didn't put together a wave of Mando figures, like just Mando, yeah, like, like disappointing. Grave Carga, but they did a Cara Dune. They did an IG Eleven. They did yeah. Mando. Um, we are finally getting the child in a couple weeks, I think. Um, yeah, with the pram. I mean, we got the child previously, so like, there's just been like all these things that like. Uh, Bill, my friend Bill said the same thing. It's kind of like we're kind of tired of it. Like I'm yeah. sick of buying Mandos that like don't really work. Like the the one on the Black Series has a cloth cape. I mean, has a plastic yeah. cape. Oh, so geez. he comes with he comes with his backpack. He comes yeah. with. I don't think. Oh, but you can't. Yeah, well, you can't put. You can't put it on because yeah. the cape is plastic. So like, yeah. there's no way to get that on that it looks as I drop it everywhere. We'll see if I can do it. Yeah, right. Um so, Jesus. Yeah, so for someone like you who does a lot of toy photography. Or try to. Yeah, like there's like it, yeah. like this is what it looks like when it's on him. Oh that looks all uh, 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 it doesn't look very great. No, and like there. you can turn it Ooh. to the side, but like yeah. then he looks like that. Mm. And it just doesn't look natural or right or and even the back looks weird like yeah it's not so i mean you honestly have to take the cape off to make it work um and they're like this this line is known for soft goods which is like the cloth stuff and they chose to do plastic for the first one and this one so Hmm. i don't know i i want more product uh, you know, I don't want them to overdo it. Like, I think they're oh. oversaturating with the child, but uh, I, I want to ask more your, toys. 
I wanted to ask your opinion, because um, obviously going around, and every time I go to like Target or somewhere, I always look at the Star Wars toys, because I think it's fun. They released a, a Darksaber toy. They did, yeah. Yeah, kind of no, I mean, probably you knew ahead of time, but I had no idea, and I saw it, and I was like, huh, that's neat. It's the it first is, time they've ever done a Darksaber. But it's not like a, um, it's Dude, a kid's a, Darksaber. If there was a Black Series one, I would buy it so fast. Like, there, I could not order it fast enough if there was ever a really nice high quality dark saber that or like a really it, nice kanan one it's com- you know they're coming because oh, like they're doing absolutely. like they're doing the ahsoka one which is exciting the ahsoka one looks really good i think yeah um, it looks nice I, I like that there's the option of the black series one but then at galaxy's edge they have both of the ahsoka sabers too which is nice yeah i'm dying yeah i i really liked that um the darth revan um that saber. thing is amazing. Holy cow. You know, when I opened it, I, you know, the instructions are <laughs> around here somewhere. I didn't know what the hell yeah. I was doing. Cause the one I have, the the saber I have is yeah. the Luke one. So you just put in the batteries, you turn it on. Yeah, it um, works. didn't have anything else. And so <clears throat> I didn't realize that with this new saber, you have to like lock it in, um, huh. to make sure the oh, connection is the, the removable blade, right? Yeah, it does. So you okay. have not only have to put it in, but then you have to twist it to lock twist it into it, yeah. place. And I didn't know that. So like I'm playing with it. And I'm like, why does it keep going out? Like, why does it keep going out? Well, that's why it keeps going out because. Yeah, because you didn't have a good connection. I didn't have a good connection, but I do like it. We took them outside um, that weekend and had lightsaber battles in the backyard. Yes. And like it was it was a lot of fun. Like I had to be careful because I still have to do some pictures and I want to do another video with it. So I'm like, yeah, Jesus, we can't break it. it. <laughs> we don't want to scuff it up. We don't want to break it. Um, yeah. But like, it yeah, was we, fun. They're they're fun to play with too. Like they're not just like wall, you know, accessories. Like they're yeah. they're usable. That's sweet. Yeah, I have the. At this point, I think we have six lightsabers. Do you have any of the we ones have- that have the like the, not the movement effect, but the um, the uh, the heat effect. No, I, I didn't pick that one up. The the second Kylo run they did. I, I have the original Kylo release, mm-hmm. and then I have a Disney Parks Kylo because having a Kylo saber with removable blades is the only way I can travel with it. Yeah, yeah. And then I have I put I have blade covers for those. Gotcha. Um, but then the, then they did the the later release of it with the the effects, and I was like, I I'm not. I already have two of these. I don't need another. And then Kelly has um a Luke black series that we got yep that's on, the one i think i have well the blue yeah, green yeah. one right the blue one. Oh, the, blue, the blue okay one. i have the green one yeah we have the blue one and then we have a uh she got an ultra sabers um graphlex one okay um and then we have two ultra sabers um which are the more combatty ones i want to get uh, go ahead keep going and then i have a um a a canon jarrus just just empty hilt mm-hmm. um that I just have sitting uh, in my office, but yeah, I mean, I think we'll probably. Oh, do you say ultra sabers? Is that what you got? Oh, you said ultra sabers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has the ultra sabers. How do you like those? You know, um, we have three ultra sabers, lightsabers, um, two kind of more generic ones, mm-hmm. and then then the Graflex. Um, they're nice. They're definitely like a good price point, especially because if you get them without sound. Um, they're a lot cheaper and they're much, much, much more expensive if you have sound. 
Okay. But I think they're pretty good quality. I know some people like Saber Forge. There's a lot of third party, um, you know, other other Saber companies as well. You know, you have the stuff like Vader's Vault that's really expensive. But I feel like Ultra Sabers is a nice balance between price and what you get. You know, combat worthy lightsabers. Uh, see, okay. Oh yeah, the combat lightsaber specialists. Okay. Yeah. No, so I've been looking at their I'll be honest, I've been looking at their stuff for a <laughs> while now because there's one specifically I want to get. Um uh yeah, see if I can find it. Yeah, their um, their stuff, like I said, their stuff was what was awesome actually, and I have to give them a lot of credit for is she had ordered her Graflex before Chicago celebration mm-hmm. and it was gonna get delivered it wasn't gonna get delivered in time. So she contacted them and they actually rerouted it to our hotel. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. They were like, We're gonna ship it out, it'll arrive on this date, and it was like the first day we're gonna be in Chicago. And she was like, Can you send it to the hotel? And they were like, Absolutely. They were awesome about it. So that's they got really shipped great. to our hotel and we went and picked it up and yeah. So I really yeah, that's, I think the one I want is somewhere around like four or five hundred bucks. From yeah, that. I mean that's when you when you add up all the features. I mean, yeah, because well, I that. want the features for sure. Like that's the other yeah, thing. It's I mean, like I don't. If I'm going to do this, I'm not going to like yeah. just get the basic. If I'm going to get the basic, I'll just buy the Hasbro one. Like the Hasbro yeah. one's nice. Like I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. Oh yeah, no, they're great. Um, but I can't find. I I got the one, but I can't <laughs> find. Well, because it's a very specific one. Yeah. Um. Uh, there's, let me just see if I can. I, th- I bet you I can. But find like, if I go this we're way. gonna. I think when we go to Galaxy's Edge, it's very likely we'll probably. I think she wants to pick up the Ahsoka ones, and then um, they actually have the Ben Solo saber there. So yeah, um, uh, that's just, definitely on the list. Um, I mean, oh goodness, Galaxy's Edge is going to make me go bankrupt, but it's fine. This is this is the one I want. Oh yeah yeah yeah. The, I'm not gonna say what it is, but that's the one I yeah, want, and yeah. because it looks the most like it. It it has the I, I wouldn't ever yeah. take the 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 blade out yeah. because that yeah. version of it never would have the blade out. Um, yeah, it's it's cool. It's really cool. Yeah, Your and after you is... put after you put the sound and everything in it, um, yeah, it's probably like four or five hundred easy. I want to say I would honestly consider. Um, it's two fourteen ordered... base with nothing yeah. in it. So I actually, since you guys have done it, I'll probably have, I probably have to talk to you and help you yeah. help me build it. Um, yeah. So that I can, um, I it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's currently out of stock, but maybe eventually. <laughs> oh no shit. It's out of stock. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. They usually do periodic sales and you can, some stuff will come back. Well, okay. So you can help me send, set it up so that it, so that I can, you know, make it, the way i want it yeah. and then this way when it actually comes back in stock god damn it i didn't realize it was in stock because <laughs> it lets you build it, it doesn't usually let you yeah, yeah um, it lets you build it yeah it lets you build yeah. it and doesn't let you okay that sucks anyway so yeah. maybe someday Not good. yeah someday right? i have my luke i have i have my luke saber to to keep me company and and the yeah i mean revan i was gonna say you got you got sent a revan lightsaber i think you're <laughs> do it okay i do i like it a lot and i love the fact that you can pull the kyber crystal out like that's the coolest yeah, that's thing awesome. ever like well, it comes the... out and it glows oh wow yeah because with the um, oh I that was the big thing okay the disney so, parks that they so talk about here give me one second okay um, you talk about the disney parks just don't stop talking sure. i'm gonna be Gosh, right back you got it i will i will fill so much room yeah what's cool about the disney parks is with the sabers you can build yourselves they actually have kyber crystals that you can select and they have the different colors that you can buy and with the red ones, 
some of them are actually a black kyber crystal that says different like things with the holocrons that you can buy there too because there's so so many amazing things at galaxy's edge at disney that you can get i'm i'm padding so good right now you wouldn't even know it but like just all the cool merch there's just we're in like a golden age of star wars merch right now which to me is amazing okay so, so uh, there it is so oh, i think so cool i mean i'm i know for like certain fans who are much more into revan and that kind of stuff than i was i was like well that's really cool but like you know, i'm not yeah crazy I mean, into it no but well, it's I'm awesome gonna, I'll, i will say though it hurts oh. because of the because of oh the, with the the blades yeah. with the blades there where it curves like this when you hold around it it does hit yeah like the the soft part of your hand oh yeah that is uh but i mean like that part is just like oh wow and the fact that it has the different colors yeah like it's like it's like that scene where they they, they put the put it in to burn yeah. something through so then you can change it to red oh it's so cool um yeah uh okay so let me see if i can shut it off there we go that's always the question so that's oh man that's so cool it is it's really cool so hold on let me see if i can get this somewhat quickly right Push that down and twist hi now i know what i'm doing um here's the kyber crystal here's the cap oh so here's the crystal yeah what a what a cool thing oh wow so it's clear when you put it in right yeah so i'm gonna okay so then you twist it in i think i can i don't know if i have to no i don't have to put the cap i can so you can see the red light yeah. through there like oh, that right cool yeah now watch this i'm gonna shut off this light just so you can yeah get a better so, so now i'm gonna twist it take it out this is the cool part. Oh, wow. It holds on to the color. Oh, that's so cool. I wonder how they did that. And if you pull it out when it's green or, or purple, <laughs> here, I can switch it. So twist it yeah. in. So then, no, oh, it's this button. Or no, it's both buttons. I know everybody's like, oh yeah, I know it's a podcast, but you can hear all the sounds. Yeah, yeah, right. Like it's a podcast. Let me show you things. I mean, this has definitely happened when we've podcasted before, where it's like, That's okay. oh look how cool this is, and it's like, this is audio. <laughs> okay, so now it's on, and we want to change colors. Yeah. So now it's purple. Yeah. Right, and now we'll pull That's it so out, cool. twist it, and pull it out, and now we have a purple crystal. Oh. Wow. Oh, that's so it awesome. holds onto and it stays like lit up. Like it's sitting on my desk right huh. now and it is yeah. still lit. Like it's still. I wonder how they did that. I'm thinking that there's a light inside. You think there's like a little battery in there somewhere? I think maybe? there's like a little residual yeah. that holds on, but mm. it keeps on. Yeah. Like it keeps going. Yeah, even, like a little res residual power because the larger battery pack is. Yeah. So. I mean, whatever's in the whatever's in the saber itself, like. Huh. Yeah, which is. Because the bases for both are pretty similar. I should get on yeah. the mic when I'm doing this. Yeah, right. So well, that's the right. cool thing about it, because like the idea, right, is that the kyber crystal color is the color that the blade is, and so the fact that it does that. Yeah. yeah the bouge, a bouge. Yeah, it's definitely just too much fun. 
Yeah, because that's it. definitely more in the line with the with almost the like the old Master Replica series. Yeah. Like, what are they calling it now? Force FX Elite or whatever? Yeah. And it's it, it, it definitely, like, the red definitely um, kind of, like, it moves. Mm. Like yeah, it, it definitely. It strobes. It definitely does. Huh. Whereas the purple. Yeah, the purple is a bit more static. It's, it's much more static. It does not strobe as much. So, hmm. so anyway, there you go. Bouge. A bouge. Right there. there we go. Um, yeah, and look, it is still lit. Uh, well, no, it's starting to lose it, but it's still, <laughs> you can see it's still awesome. lit. Yeah. I've been talking for two minutes. Wow. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, so, so there's our, it's, there's our recap of Mando yeah. episode one. Um, Mike's going to have to come back for episode eight. Um, yeah, I think we'll do a, a season finale, we'll do a full finale. series retrospective. Yeah. And talk about everything that I can't wait to see Ahsoka. Like I'm excited to see Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, because there's look somebody that looked like her in the in the trailer, um, mm. and I haven't confirmed a hundred percent that she's going to be in it, but um, yeah. But there's somebody that looks, oops, sorry, Jedi esque, remarkably, Jedi esque yeah. in there. So, yeah. Mike, Jedi-like. thank you. Yeah, always thank fun you. to be on here. Yeah, um, we'll see you. I mean, God, we got to talk about no no celebration, no comic cons, no cosplay. Yeah. All right, so next time we'll talk about that. Next time we'll talk about that. Do a fun cast on that. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, Hope you enjoy, and we'll uh, see Mike and I will see you back after episode eight for sure. Yeah. Cool. This podcast was brought to you by Jackson Studios. Jax!